This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, so we want to play a game. Yes. Uh, we, we'll play I this game. Games. Oh, okay. We'll play this game with everyone that comes in. It's called Shit We've Heard From The Internet. So in this segment... <laughs> Oh, yes. No, it's it's messy. So in this segment... I just get up and walk out no! now. <laughs> yep, it's TMZ Verified, the podcast. I'm Wild. I'm Steph. And I'm Natasha Graziano. And today we are here with motivational speaker, scripter... Manifester. Influencer. Natasha Graziano is here, y'all. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. When I think of you, I think of ultimate manifester, scripter. Like you really did it for yourself all through motivation, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. I normally like to start from the beginning of like how you got your start because I always like to know like the background. How did you get into like your field? So it's uh, a bit of a crazy journey. I mean, it didn't, it wasn't just like a sudden thing. It was like a growth. So what happened was I went through a really dark time in my life. Mm. I was suicidal. I was at my worst point. I was at a point where I didn't know how I was going to get out. I thought it was the end for me. I was a single mom and I was looking at my son one day. I was unwell. I still was overcoming an illness. I was overcoming a drug addiction. I was like, shit, why am I this person? What has happened to me? I'm such a Mm. disappointment to my son. All I want to be is a role model to him and somebody else in the world. And so in that moment, I started to realize there is something greater. There is something better out there for me. And so what I did was I started to write captions on my Instagram posts, which were motivating, which were inspirational, which were going to help somebody at some point. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that would eventually turn into a book, but Mm -hmm. that was where it began for me. And I remember this pinnacle moment and you wanted to go back into like how it began. So I was standing in front of a mirror and suddenly I heard the voice of Mr. Denzel Washington. Not Denzel. Yeah. What did he say? He was in my ear on a YouTube video. (laughs) And I was like, oh my goodness. And he was like preaching that life over me. Mm. And I just soaked it up and I started believing. I was like, this is possible. I can get out of here. Right. I can change my life. And then the next voice I heard was my own saying, you're going to be a motivational speaker. And I was like, me? A motivational speaker? Like makeup pouring down my face. I'm unwell at the time. I'm thinking, how? Where were you at that point though? Were you... I was Where were you at in living in London. I was really in a, like, you know, like I said, I was in hundreds of thousands of debt. In fact, mm. I was in a really, like, the worst stage of my life. Yeah. This was only 2019. Oh, wow. That was, like, super recent. Super recent. I don't know if it's the accent or if it's your energy, but I'm already feeling a little bit motivated. Yes, good. <laughs> we haven't even got into it. <laughs> we haven't even got into it yet. Like, I'm... I've already told you the backstory. <laughs> Wait, where are you from originally? I'm British. I'm a mix of like five heritages, Greek, Cypriot, Lebanese, Italian, Russian, Jewish. And where were you raised? Where did you spend the majority of your life? In Oxfordshire. I was a country girl, born on a farm, mm. raised there. Okay, okay. My best friends were cows and sheep <laughs> and high heels was not a thing. So what made you go, I'm a country girl, I'm from Oxford, to the aspiration to live a life outside of what you were used to? 
So I'd watched beautiful movies and people in America who mm. I'd seen and thought, wow, this is so aspirational. Right, right. I wanted to do something bigger. I'd watched The Secret. I was inspired mm. at 15. And I started to see other things that I knew were possible for me. Stories, fairy tales, where I knew like I could get out of here and go and do something bigger. And I love England. I'll never leave <laughs> behind my home, but it's so small. Uh -huh. And eventually, once I grew my name there, I'd... I felt like I needed to go spread my wings and fly bigger. Hence, I came here. But I knew growing up, I knew there was something greater for me. You know, mm. I love being there, but English people are very reserved. So when I get on stage and I scream the nah, arena down, right. they're I'm like, like, America, we, what yes. the shits, girl? <laughs> yes, so they need that. Like, we it's, do. and I love that. That's yeah. where I am at home. So I knew I just, I started getting booked for things over here and it, I knew it was my home. So from seeing this motivational Denzel Washington, that's really who did it for you, oh, to yeah. moving to or coming to even the United States. Like, how, what's the time frame in between? Yeah, that? there was like a chunk of time there, I guess, like from 2019 to 2022-ish. Mm -hmm. I went on my first stage in 2021, um, at the end of 2021. And then I was on stages throughout 22, like speaking. Gotcha. So I just heard his voice and decided I'm going to do this one day. I'm going to mm -hmm. commit to this and I'm going to help someone. I want to be a role model for not just myself, but for somebody else in the world, not just my son, for right. somebody that he will see one day in the world. I want to him to see me as like a powerhouse, a super woman because mm -hmm. you know I'm a single mom raising this child at that point and then that is how it began for me I started speaking on zooms I started speaking at events I started speaking in arenas and gradually <laughs> went from 500 people in a zoom room all the way up to 25,000 people right okay I'll admit that I am not I I'm trying to think of the best word here I'm not a huge fan of like motivational speakers on social media like it's something about people yelling at me through a like camera that I'm like, shut up. Why are you yelling at 7 a.m. in the morning? Like, but how do you navigate that though as someone who's in that space? Cause you are like really popular on social media. But of course, a lot of people consider social media a distraction. So they don't even come to social media for like that type of content. How do you navigate the naysayers or the people that are like, nah, trying to hear that? Such a great question. So first of all, because I'm a female in a male-dominated industry, it's not saturated. So we need mm. more women doing that. Second of all, I, when I was younger, I always wanted to have a man's voice. I know it sounds crazy, but I wanted to have a voice like them yeah. because they can project so far. They can be a certain way. And then suddenly I realized, no, I'm the first place to myself. I'm going to use my own voice and I'm going to learn to project it in a way so I can use my intonation to engage an audience and to help someone have a breakthrough. The the same way that I did, yeah. right? And so how do I navigate? When I create videos, I create content that is going to inspire somebody. I create content that is for someone out there and it might not be for everybody, but I don't tend to scream down when I'm doing a YouTube, a YouTube video or yeah. so when I'm on stage, it's a different thing. Right. <laughs> if they get a clip from me on stage, you'll hear my big voice, but usually mm. this is the tempo I'm with. And I'm speaking to your soul and I wanna wake you up at 7 a.m. Mm. I wanna pierce your soul because you know what? It's annoying so it's gonna stick in your head. You're right. So then it's going to come back again. It's going to be even more annoying. I'm like, oh, I have to buy this. Right. Whatever this is, help me more. I get it. Okay. It's almost like you're talking to your old self in that old Love that. way, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You're almost talking to yourself at that point where yes. you hadn't had this breakthrough, mm -hmm. haven't had that. What were you doing at the time when you found this 
new way of living. So I was fashion influencing, you know, I was mm. trying to make money in that way. I'll tell you exactly what happened. I was literally like, how am I going to make any money in my bank account? I'm in hundreds of thousands of debt. And you actually, that's really overwhelming. If you think about it. like, mm -hmm. how are you going to get out of that? If anyone's ever been in debt listening to this, it's really an uncomfortable place to be in. So like, how am I going to get out of this? Well, you know what I can do is something I've always had and always been good at, which is social media. Mm. Let me go on and take a picture in an outfit. Oh no, I don't have any outfits. What can I do? So I go to a charity store. And I remember taking my son in his stroller into this store. Wait. And I put him down. A charity store? Is that like a thrift store? Thrift. Okay. Hello, America. Like a, yes, a yeah, thrift Hello, store. America. Gotcha. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So I'm like, okay, put him on the floor. And I'm like, play with the toys. Yeah. And I'm going to put the outfits on. And I found some which had tags on, which means they were like recent mm -hmm. and unused. Unworn, Perfect. Yeah. But where I was, it was great. It was probably like recent collections, which mm. would help. So I went in the street. I told the charity ladies, the thrift store ladies, what I was doing. They watched my son for like two minutes. I run out. Hey, could someone just take a picture of me? Boom, I pose. And mm. I get in position and they would take a picture of me. And I would post it on social media and tag the brand. And when I tagged the brand, the brand then said, well, not every time, but the first one said to me, and I remember this very clearly. And they sent me a DM and said, Natasha, we love your pictures. And we'd love to send you some more and pay you for it. Mm. And I was like, yes. And that first $150. Pounds, I turned into <laughs> the emperor I have today. I have a question. So I am pretty into like manifestation and like all that stuff, but I would say, I mean, my level is like not even close to yours. When it comes to manifestation, is it a part of like action plus believing that you're going to do it in terms of like you got the clothes from the thrift store, you went outside, you made the action to like be a fashion influencer, then the brand reaches out. Do you think it was more of like manifesting it or doing the actions or both together like how powerful is that 100 both together okay okay so if you think we of the just word, talking about this oh really when yes. you think of the word attraction the last part is action so i talk about the law of attraction a lot but to break that down simply i just truly believe we are what we think mm. so if we go around feeling amazing and thinking super positive and thinking i am abundant i am wonderful i am magnetic you're going to have magnetic people events and places attract to you but if i walk around going i'm in such a bad mood god today's been such a bad day guess yeah. what more bad things are gonna happen you know you stub your toe in the morning mm -hmm. then something else happens then something else happens and next thing you know, I'm laying in the middle of my floor, You're like, right. fuck what that. Happened? I didn't, yeah, it's, what happened? I'm, yeah, in my I day? Right. So there's a way of getting out of that. And that's when scripting was born for me. So I remember sitting there, and here's the action part. So the action part is me, I'm going to make some money and I'm going to take action. But my headspace is I'm depressed. I don't believe it's possible. So I paused and swapped my belief into a different story. And how did I do that? Because it wasn't just wishful thinking. Right. It wasn't just in my mind, I'm going to be amazing. Like, that, it's too hard sometimes. I scripted. And that's what I just did my TED Talk on the science behind scripting, right? Right. Explain scripting to someone who doesn't know. So... Scripting is the art of writing it down, what you want to achieve in the past tense as though it's already yours. So how do you do that? You write a story about yourself as though it's already happened. Let me give you an example. Let's say I want to make a million dollars by the end of next year. I want to meet the love of my life. We'll just stick with those two. Okay. So you put on your paper, I'm title. Ready. I'm like, literally, yeah, like, literally I'm everyone's ready. like, I want to do this right now. Okay, here's the thing. Let me just preface this before I go into what to do, what it is. Okay. Life is a movie. You choose your character and you write your script. Oh, you're perfect mm. for this. Okay. Yes. So you choose your character. So yes. I was like, title, the new life of Natasha Grano at the time, now mm. Graziano. Okay. Underneath that, my script. 
So I started writing. Natasha got out of the debt. She started to make money. The fashion took off for her and it built into a career of motivational speaking somehow. I don't know what that is. So we put dot, dot, dot. We leave it up ah. to the universe, God, whatever you want to say. And I was like, and I created an amazing life for myself and for my son. I was able to provide him for nursery school fees mm -hmm. so he could go to nursery. Um, I was able to do this, that, and the other. And then I met the love of my life and he blew me off my feet. We <laughs> fell deeply in love. Do you see what I'm doing? I'm writing in the past tense, mm -hmm. but I'm using descriptive, creative writing. So I'm not just writing, I met the love of my life. What you're trying to do is you're trying to create a memory in your brain because your brain, when you write it down in the past tense, yeah. it doesn't know whether it's happened or not. So it uh, stores it as a memory. I like that. I like that. So you said you started off, you were like, okay, how do I take my, my social media presence from like fashion and the things you were doing there to building it to this motivational speaking space? So did you start on Instagram like as a fashion influencer? Was that the goal? Was that kind of your first vibe? So I started on social media as like in fashion, let's mm -hmm. just call it that. That's where it kind of began for me. And it was easy for me to be in that area because yeah. that was what I did and had done. Right. But let's go back a tiny bit before that. And I own every part of it. I mean, yeah. OnlyFans is now a thing. Yeah. Oh, I was a webcam girl. Mm. Like I did that whole thing because I needed to provide money for me. And then once I had a son, continue after, but whatever, I managed to put it down yeah. at some point. There was, you know, there's, everyone has a story right. and that's part of who I am. I know for sure I wouldn't be who I am today if I hadn't have gone through the drug addiction and been a mm. webcam girl because I wouldn't be where I am. There's sex tapes out of me. You know, there's there's stuff yeah. which you never want out, but it happens but it in is. its life and yeah. it's created who I am. I'm tough as fuck for a reason. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So wait, help us create a timeline, right? So this was 2019. You experienced, you know, the things you were going through personally, you were unhoused essentially at the time you were making the way for you and your son how long that was in 2019 mm -hmm. when did you were you a cam girl when did you experience drug addiction how long ago was that that was like 2020 sorry when i was 22 wow so i don't know what year that is yeah. so the first time i saw you was actually not on instagram it was not on social media it was on big brother Oh my God, yeah. I'm like a hardcore Big Brother fan. Oh my God, I was uh, on the one with Pamela Anderson. Yep. Did you see yeah, it? Yeah, it's a rollback <laughs> season of Big Brother if you guys haven't seen it. Like, oh my God. And you got eliminated was like the first or second Oh yeah, episode. babe. I, I was literally initially. was like right out of there. I was just like, this. It's so, I mean, it's so like played in a way, isn't it? Like a lot of it's like, you know, you know where you're going, you know like what you're television. doing. It's television, as, yeah. as fans, what's a high and what's a low of being on the Big Brother house? Or God, this in? is like 12 yeah, years so ago. ago. Yeah. Like, yeah, 12 yeah. years ago so I loved being around like Pamela Anderson and having a date with her in a sauna that was really cool mm -hmm. definitely loved that yeah. uh and a low would be uh like just knowing you're genuinely being watched by feels like the whole world like all this the time is all too. cameras yeah. everywhere but you don't see the cameras mm. so it's kind of like an invasion of your space but you sign up for it so yeah. it's like oh I didn't quite realize what it would be like so yeah, it was crazy 12 years ago. Boy, I was a different person then. Also, that's another thing. You know, I, I've gone through like changes. We're never the same person never. that we are even yesterday, Hopefully. let alone 12 years, yeah, exactly right. 12 years change. ago. And our skin literally sheds every 12 years. It sheds fully. Mm. So who I was then, I don't even know her. You yeah. know what I mean? She mm -hmm. was a different girl. Would a younger Natasha look at Natasha at this age and say, I'm proud of her? 
God, Natasha, at that age would look up and be like, holy shit, are you even the same (laughs) person? (laughs) Yeah, like what happened? When did we change? Like, what? But I'll tell you what happened. The illness happened. Mm. There is no way I would have changed. That's why it had to happen to me. Like I used to go, why did I get an illness? Like why, why me? Why was I the one who had to go through that trauma? Why did I have autoimmune? Why did I, why did that have to happen to me? I kept doing that, right? Yeah. And then I got suicidal because of it. But then I realized why, because I needed to shatter my ego. Mm-hmm. I needed to break down every piece of me so that I would never be that little girl that I was before. Mm. I, I needed to get rid of her. She wasn't gonna help the world like Natasha Graziano does. Natasha Graziano genuinely wakes up and helps the world. Yeah. She's a character, she wears what the fuck she wants. She's unapologetic as fuck because she gives other people permission to be unapologetic about their life too. Period. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Duh. Medical complication that you went through with that after the birth of your son. Yes, right. So how do you? Yeah, how do you manage that as a now single mother? You're out on your own. You're trying to essentially build a life for y'all, but you also have these things you're dealing with. I mean, so it got better. Uh And then it just lingered. So it was like, while I was first with it, my husband at the time was amazing and he Mm -hmm. helped me and was like nursing me. But then when I was on my own, it was when like shit really hit the fan. It was like, oh my God, I have Mm -hmm. to deal with this. There's like the physical side and then the mental illness side of it. There's like so much that went with it. Um, and it was really tough trying to navigate because all you want to do is stay alive. Yeah. I was in hospital so because when you're in that state, so I hadn't also just like help someone understand what, what does she have? I know someone's like sitting there going, what does she have? I had an autoimmune disease called a hyperactive thyroid, overactive thyroid, however you want to phrase it, hyperthyroidism. Mm. But I had it on a really bad scale. So I was on heart medication and other drugs to yeah. control it. And it was really, it was really tough what I was going through. I think that was the darkest point of my life entirely. There has been, when I said it was the darkest point is when that, you know, I listened to that speech. There was nothing else that has been as dark as that. That was where I really thought how much, because I'd lost me, right? I'd lost my full sparkle. You see me today at full sparkle. I see you at full sparkle. I see Uh you at full sparkle, your beautiful eyes. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, thank you. (laughs) And we're sparkling. Yeah. But when you don't have your full sparkle, you feel diminished. Mm. It's like when you have the flu, but imagine you have the flu, 365 yep. days a year. So that was a like a point when I was like, get me out of here. Like, you know, and navigating, I guess I had to start writing a story about myself. Yeah. And I did. I wrote a story every day. And that's where like the scripting came in. Yeah. But I didn't know what it was at the time. <laughs> I was just doing it. Hi. I was just like, I've always written 
and I've always journaled. So here's what happened. I was journaling and writing, but I was tired of writing about my present scenario. If you sit and write about your present scenario and it's negative, you will get yeah. go into a spiral, it's like right? I'm broke. Yes. I'm poor. Yes. I'm sick. Like it, I don't want to focus on yeah. that. I want to focus on something different. So for just mm. one split second a day, when I write about my future as though I've already achieved it, I'm being a different character. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whether it's true or not. Mm. It's whether you believe it. So That's so interesting that you didn't know that you were actually manifesting mm. in the time that you're like writing all this down. Yeah. Well, I thought, let me try. Right. But yeah. I, I'd watched The Secret. Bear in mind, I'd watched The Secret. I knew mm. about the law of attraction and the power of positive thinking and the power yeah. of this. But this was something that was different. It hadn't been spoken about there. So I was like, wow, they say write a gratitude list. So I'm doing a gratitude list. Okay, now write gratitude as though it's in the future. I'm writing that, but that's not enough. I need more to it. Yeah. I need a description about it because I want to feel like it's real. Yeah. And it started to lift me out of a bad mood. So that's why I was saying, like you can ruin your day with a stubbing a toe, bad mood, mm -hmm. but guess what? Then you go script. You pause your day and go and script for five minutes in the bathroom at your work, go and do it where you need to, sit and write. Yeah. I literally sit with my journal and I start writing. So I know you were married once before, won't ask specifics, won't ask what happened, but twice back, before. I've been I've I'm married now and the one before. Is this your third marriage? No, this is twice. All right, so marriage. all right, okay, yeah, so yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, all right. So Having been through all those things, would you suggest young people get married like in their 20s? <laughs> oh my God, I love I, this, this like topic. My, I was about to say, this is my favorite conversation this is my to favorite have. Okay, too. go ahead. Oh my God, I love because this. Because I say hell to the no. Oh shit, I am so controversial about this and I know people will like, you know, the way I go in. Oh my God, you're my favorite person right now. <laughs> Do, we talk about this all the time. You love this we topic will. too? Yeah, this is my like, favorite mm. thing. This thing went viral on, on social media the other day because I was talking about probably what I'm about to do now and further. Like, and I don't give a, <laughs> let me tell you about it. Marriage, do I believe in it? Yes and no. Let me explain what I really, I would personally get married a million times back to back. I have mm -hmm. no problem with that. I'll probably marry another three times in this lifetime. I'm sorry, I will. Right. That's it. Like I'll do six marriages is, and I don't yeah. have a problem with that. My dad married five times. Where, where am I not to say I'll do 10? But my aim would be to stay for as long as possible with one. Do I think mm -hmm. things have a sell-by date? Yes. I think after three years, if that's your sell-by date with the person, get out. Oh, I love you. Or Literally. it could be five years, get out. Or it could be 20 for some of you. Mm -hmm. However, if you have children, and I really preface this, if you have a child and you really, you know, you, you're not shouting each other and you're not abusing each mm -hmm. other, then you should try and make it work for them as yeah. long as possible and go back and make it work again. And if you do it three times and you're still not shouting at each other, you're still going at each other right. all the time, the child is now in a bad situation, that has a sell-by date too. Mm -hmm. You guys need to work out how is a better way to raise the child. And you know, I had to, I just believe that like if something, if you're in a situation and is not serving you in any capacity, mm -hmm. whether it's a marriage or relationship or love or that whatever it is, yeah. get out. What would be your ideal age that you think everyone should get married if you had to say? Oh my God. Babes, honestly, I think you should like, <laughs> I think we should come out of school and have babies. I like think, 18, what? 19? Yes, I think, I think we should come out of school, do it the opposite way, have our babies and then go do oh, our you career. lost us. You, you that's where you lost us at. I got off at the start. <laughs> Wait, no. Let me explain. If, if in society it was built differently, we left school, uh -huh. we had our babies, our parents helped us raise them, 
and then we go do our careers, it would last longer. That is not how the world works. That's the key part, the parent helping raise the yes. kids. Because I can't raise the kids myself. She's really either. manifesting with yeah. this plan. <laughs> but I don't know if that would work. We, it, yes, but that's a society we uh -huh. don't okay. live in. So the society we do live in, I personally think we should get married after a few months. I don't believe that you should make somebody wait. I'm the same way though. Like if I fall in love, I'll marry you, you but I don't know. I've been engaged three times, honey. Like I don't even, you, you can put a ring on my finger. See, that I agree. Okay, so that I agree with. Mm -hmm. I think I would love to be engaged multiple times in my life in terms of marriage. That's like too far. I can agree with that. You can get engaged. You don't have to get married. I could even, I could even be with you and be engaged for a while, but like put the ring on my finger right. while it's hot and horny and fun. <laughs> yes. I don't want to be waiting like a year, two years. Mm -hmm. I, I Listen, I teach people how to, Catch, keep, and seduce the partner of your dreams. Catch, you hear that? Okay. Catch, keep, seduce. You gotta make them put that ring on your finger, okay? And there is a way to do it through the art of positive seduction. Okay, tell us about this. Okay, so it's my I love this topic. <laughs> if you let me give an example. Okay. The guy that I was I was married to, my my recent husband. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me explain. When he the, the one I'm married to currently, when I say to him, if you, when we've been known each other two months and never met in person, I yeah. said, honestly, I don't think it's gonna work. He said, well, I, we haven't even met. So he flies over to see me and I said, fine, you fly in, sit down now. I flew all the way from Canada and I said, okay, sweetie, let me tell you something. He ah. said, what? I said, I'm not the kind of girl who, like last night when you were drunk before you flew here, sends you Uber Eats in the morning because you ah. feel bad. I said, sweetie, I'm the kind of woman you send Uber Eats to to say sorry for not answering my call and if you are not ready to stand the fuck up and be the man that I need, then sit the fuck down so the man behind you can stand up. Yes! Okay, I respect it. I respect that. And then he stood up and we got engaged and married after three months. And let me tell you, so it doesn't always work in the long term, we don't know. Yes. Somebody could get engaged after five days and get married and it doesn't work. Somebody could get engaged after five years, married, it does work. Right. It, the divorce rates one and yeah. two anyway. Just I think that with friends it. too. Like sometimes friends are not for every season of your life. Mm -hmm. Like I really yeah. believe that. I yes. think you should keep some friends forever, yes. but not every single friend you have should be for every season. A hundred percent. I don't have any of my school friends, Bob one, who we reconnect after 10 years, Nat's Getty, who was, when I went to school with him, was a girl and is now a man. Mm. And that is who I reconnected with 10 years later. So we're different people. Completely, we yeah. both be transitioned in yeah. our own ways. So we're like, we, you understand, like it's, we're completely different people and that's why relationships evolve and sometimes don't last. But I do think every relationship has a celebrity and I know it's controversial. I know somebody's listening going, oh my God. But that's what I believe. Like, totally why are you agree. gonna stay in something when you're crying yeah. every night or when you're depressed or when the passion has gone? Mm -hmm. You know, like if you tried and tried again, right. and tried again. It doesn't work. Somebody else is out there for you. Yeah. Okay. I've heard you talk about soulmates before. Tell us what you think about soulmates. Give us your, when you think soulmates, what do you think? Multiple. I agree. I'm so conflicted with that. I really? Agree. Yeah. You think there's one person for every person in the world? That is so beautiful. It's so sad. It's I know. not true. <laughs> it's not so true. beautiful. There's I no wish way. that I could. I feel I like you have that. one person and then you have another like close second. I, I think friends it. could be soulmates too, though. And I think, like, 
your girlfriends, like yes, soul family. Yeah, mm. like twin your flames. Twin flames. You can easily marry your soulmate, but your twin flame, you'll end up meeting and be like, oh my god, what's this? You could be more in it's, love with your twin flame, and then your soulmate's the one that you actually explain should be the difference with. between the two, y'all. Okay, I'll tell you. Take so the twin flame <laughs> is the one that you're just so divinely like drawn to. You guys just have like you're so similar in so many ways. There's a lot of like it's twin like energy. You came into mm. this earth together, apparently. You know that kind of vibe. Your soulmate is somebody who could be like a best friend that you marry, someone you just love. Like it's a different yeah. vibe, probably less passion. Uh, your soulmate is like someone that you feel you've been in a previous lifetime with. I'm not too much into the woo-woo stuff, yeah. but that's as far as I go with describing it. Like I can just say look, this twin flame is probably going to be a younger guy. The soulmate will probably be an older soul. So that could be a young person too for me. But okay, yeah, what's it to you? To me? Mm-hmm. Um, your twin flame is the one that it's like horrible with yeah. at the beginning. It's like super passionate. And then your t- soulmate is not as exciting, but it is yeah. the person that you're meant to be with and will help you grow. Yes. Your twin flame will help you grow. They'll both help you grow, but your twin flame will help you grow in terms of like, this is going to be horrible. Yeah. Mm. And then your soulmate's like, this is easy. And like, I'm growing. You got it. You totally got it. Okay. That's that's really good. I'm also trying to get into like manifestation. She's trying like, to get a man. Oh girl, you no, should come. I'm trying to get into manifest. I'm focused on me Remind me to tell I. you afterwards about my scripting study. You should come. It's on Tuesday. Do you think you scripted the man that you're currently married to? Yes. I scripted every relationship. I scripted without even knowing. I have an amazing tip Excuse for love me? though. Yeah, I'm like so good at helping people manifest love. I've helped so many people actually get engaged. Three couples I know have got engaged from my mm. work. Um, two have gotten married now. Like one I'm going to the wedding of. I'm so excited. Oh, wow. Living yeah. in Dubai. Okay, so to stem off that conversation. So you've helped people like get married. You've helped people script. You've helped people manifest. Do you have clients or do you mostly mostly act like an influencer in the sense of like like you know sponsorships and stuff like that or do you do a mix of both like how does that work so I have um, my own ecosystem of people so I bring them off my social media or off ads off wherever they see me on stage into my ecosystem where then they can then use the work and apply it and they can learn so my social media is just the forefront of it it's just the front face of it where I'm an influencer and they know my work and then when they click the links they can then learn it for themselves and they can then get involved for free and just be a part of my world um, and then take it further. Yes, I have clients as well, many private clients to look after, look after a lot of stars, really cool people. Um, I've made meditations for a, a variety of different people. Can you list um, some of those slides? Yeah, sure. Um, Steve Aoki. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, French Montana. Uh, I, when- just, I just made one for Jamie Foxx. Oh, nice. So when you say ecosystem, are these like... Do you offer like Facebook groups or ways for people to like communicate and have these conversations? What does the ecosystem look like? My ecosystem is um, my scripting society. So yeah. basically people come into live group coaching sessions with oh, me nice. every week where I coach on Zoom. And that's the start of the ecosystem. Then I have an app, a private app. So everybody who's in there can get 25 different programs, one for love, one for money, one for health, one for happiness, one for getting your name out there, one for all Mm, these different areas. Gotcha. And they watch it and learn how to do it. So it's kind of like a school if you want, but yeah, it's really fun. So when they're in my ecosystem, for me, my passion is coaching. So I just coach, 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 coach. So instead of just being on social media and being like, hey, this is how I can help you. It's like, here's how I actually help you. Gotcha. So it's tangible, you know? All right. All right, so we want to play a game. Yes. Uh, we, we'll play I this love game. Games. Oh, okay. We'll play this game with everyone that comes in. It's called Shit We've Heard from the Internet. 
<laughs> oh yes, no, it's it's messy. So in this segment, I should just get up and walk out no! now. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> so look, in this oh segment, God. we do some digging to find out what people are saying about you on the internet, and we just said let's let's run through some things we saw. Oh, I love it because <sighs> I love controversy. Let's go. All right, Natasha Graziano, fake followers. Did you buy your followers? Um, no, so I never bought my followers. I just instructed a third party to grow my following at the beginning. Um, and yeah, I've stopped using that company because I feel like some of it might be fucking inorganic, but like mm. at least some of it's real. Like at least three quarters of it is like freaking amazing. So like even, let's just say I have 20 million followers and even if 15 is real, I'm okay with that. Okay. okay. Like the other five, like whatever, I didn't do it, so. So you didn't buy the followers per se, but you hired a... Company? Oh yeah, no, no, no. I never, I never bought followers. I just hired a company to say, "Hey, we're gonna come in and grow it for you, and this is what mm. we're gonna do." And I'm like, "Okay, here's a load of money. Do and it." However they do it, they do yeah, it. Yeah, and then I'm like, "But wait, is it? Is it like, I don't know. Like, you know, is it good? Like, and then afterwards, you're like, "Okay, maybe I'll just try another one." Mm. Also, so. welcome to social media, y'all. I don't know yeah. why people act like that ain't a thing on no, social totally. media. No, totally. It's a thing. It's a I, thing. There's nothing I want to add to that. Yeah. The main thing is, if I was full of shit once you find me. Mm-hmm. Then it's not worth it. But let's say, however much money I have spent to make sure you get the information that you need, as long as by the time you see me, I am serving you value, it is worth it. So anybody that needs to get their name out there, do whatever you need to do, as long as you are serving them value when they come across you. That is what it's about. Okay, speaking of value, have you ever exaggerated a story heavily to get clicks, to get clients, to get them in your ecosystem? I mean, when I'm passionate, like, I can definitely exaggerate. <laughs> and exaggeration <laughs> is fine. Okay. I think exaggeration is You know is what, good like, for you I'm being real about it. I'm yeah, so yeah, real about it. Like, I can't sit there for one minute and be like, oh, no. I own who I am. Right. Like, yeah. Like, I talk about stuff and sometimes I'll be like, oh my God. Like, I sat there and like, the sky started to fall down on me. And like, I felt, you know, I, I OTT right. it. Yeah, like I'm over the top. That's who I am. And it's like, clearly the sky didn't fall down. But literally. also, again, it's so that you listen. Because when you get inside, I'm going to change your life. Mm, that is a good that. point. That yeah. We forget how the internet works in terms of like, if you don't exaggerate it, people are not going to stick people around. People are not, yeah. It's no, that's, clickbait. That's, no, that's, that's like when people meet you and see you online, they see you because they they meet you through your energy. People often say to me, I watched your video once, you annoyed me. I watched you oh. the second time, <laughs> I loved you. Yeah. And then I became addicted to you and you changed my life. Or I watched you, you kept appearing on my page. And I was like, ooh, who is that? Intrigued. Yeah. And then I, you know, so I hear all the different versions of how they get there, but it worked. And I don't wear the normal basic bitch outfit. I wear what I love as if I was an alien or an astronaut, whatever I want to be that day. <laughs> because again, that's who I am as a speaker. Yeah. Tell me another female motivational speaker that dresses as outrageous and owns who she is like I don't that. I think it's outrageous though. It's not outrageous. It's not outrageous, babe. No, this is tame. I'm this like, is tame. She goes, this is my business professional. Really? This <laughs> is why I wore this to the grocery like, store think, this morning. Thinking about what you just said, though, you're like, however you get their attention, as long as they're there and the value is good, this well, is one of those situations yeah, where it's like... Because that's like your job. You have, you know, the outfit, the persona mixed with manifestation, the scripting. That's the whole 
thing. Yes, absolutely. So once they, the colors of what I wear, the brightness, yeah. you know, all of this is the entry point. Like you want to know who I am. You want to get in there. You're going to remember me when you go home tonight and you speak to your partner about how your day was. And then he says, did you go on social media? If you say, yeah, what did you watch? I guarantee my video will be the one that you talk about <laughs> over anybody else's. Because mm -hmm. even though that beautiful girl that you don't remember the name of, it was something about, I don't know, making you feel good. But then this other girl was talking about how she believes in multiple soulmates. And it, you uh -huh. remember. No, you're right. I get it. I get it. Totally. Um, whatever happened to that orphanage you were building? I built a school instead. Okay, where's the school? So the so the orphanage is such a good one. So I stood on stage in 2021 mm -hmm. and and uh, I said, I am committing to you and I did it on camera and I've got the video. We can even give it to you to insert this. And I am going to build an orphanage, that was my dream, by the end of 2023. Mm -hmm. And guess what? It's 2023. <laughs> and I have already built my school. And if you don't count a school in a third world country as an orphanage, I mean, Jesus, it's the same thing. So I did it with Pencils of Promise, the charity. I sit on the board alongside Justin Bieber, Shawn Mendes, all of them. Yes, thank you very much. 32, I built my own school. Where's the school? In Guatemala. Oh. The Graziano And you school. said Pencils and Promise? Pencils of Promise, the charity, yep. And I just hosted a charity event at my house where we raised another three schools. Oh, I love that. Four schools, yeah. Invite us next that. time. We'll press in and talk oh about it. Oh my gosh, you guys like should that. have come. Awesome. It was so nice. Yeah, so I so when people say she never built an orphanage, but baby, I built a school for 600 kids. Mm. Like that was my I, I couldn't build an orphanage, so I chose a school. You know, and I, I, I that's my still my dream. I'm building more, yeah. you know, I, I'll build another one really soon. I won't say when in case I get <laughs> time stamped like, again. I but I, I have to, when you sit on the board, you sign a contract that you're gonna build yeah. one in X amount of time and yeah i'm so excited i have pictures actually of the i just got sent them from the charity of the ground like, oh that's amazing or, yeah. yeah oh that's awesome no it was a dream so yeah. that one um actually did happen i think somebody like made that crazy thing just to make it look like i didn't but mm -hmm. i actually did i was like okay but you know what when things come out on you mm -hmm. it just makes you more known yeah. like it gets my work more known so sometimes i can tell when something's happened because my story views go through the roof and you're like what are people saying yeah i'm like what happened oh, what happened now hate uh, chat uh, oh my god there's a live room on twitter spaces on natasha graziano right now brilliant why what's, I, it called, <laughs> wait, what's it called no no press is bad press no press is bad press it is if, why do you think that you're like the person that you're always kind of in that conversation though. Like, cause I'm out there as fuck. I think that's what it I, is. I'm not tame. And I, and I say big things and yeah. big statements and like that thing on stage, I'm gonna do a school right. and I'm really cocky, mm -hmm. but not arrogant. I just right. know who I am. Like I just say it cause I want you to be able to have the permission to do this too. Mm -hmm. I don't want someone to see my work in my lifetime and be like, it didn't move me. Yeah. She goes, get married six times. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, get married if you want to six times. Like, do whatever makes you happy. Don't break someone's heart in the process. But like, you know? Yeah. I kind of love you. Thank you. I don't like motivational speakers, but girl, you might be you might be my twist. I'm, like, <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm very impressed and very shocked. Yeah, no, same. I was expecting somebody to come in here and hit me with the grand rising brother, and you got to get your spirit together. No. And I'm like, get your that. spirit together. Like, I don't want to get my spirit together. No, right? <laughs> no. So I'm just I'm a different type of person, a yeah. different because I'm I'm British in an American world. First mm -hmm. of all, that's unique, but I just have my own set of values. Yeah. I don't ever hurt anybody. I have no intention of ever doing anything bad, and I want you to feel like you can get out of your shell and don't be box 
boxed. Nobody should be in a box. Like I have been out of my box since the breakthrough. Yeah. But who I was before, you know, I wish I'd met Natasha Graziano then. I wish I'd mm. had someone screaming into my soul, like, you can get out of here, yeah. you know? And so it evolved and gradually I built and this is who I became and... I like that. Uh, Natasha, tell the people where they can find you. So you can find me everywhere on social media, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Natasha Graziano, just my name everywhere. And if you want to know about scripting, I can say where they can go to yeah, scripting. Yeah, of course, yeah. You can go to www.scriptingsociety.com and then you can come and learn how to script with me and have me coach you and sit up close and personal. <laughs> Natasha Graziano, y'all. Thanks so much for joining us, Natasha. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having me.